Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Caravan of Garbage, where who thought we'd be coming back to another Star Wars prequel property? I thought that. How did you know? 
Uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they like Star Wars. Yep. They watch Star Wars stuff. We talked about should we do this or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Search engine optimization Ooh, has something to SEO. do with it. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we love Star Wars. We love Star Wars. And leave a like on this video, except for this. This is a horrible movie. What did you think, Mason? I quite liked it. What? I didn't mind. So have, we've we've done Star Wars stuff. I mean, we've done Star Wars stuff before, but we've done Clone Wars stuff before. Yep. But we didn't. The thing we covered last time, I think, was predominantly clone related. Yeah, like it was an adventure of some of the little. Django Fett clones. Yeah, or we did that. We did the finale, which is okay. amazing. Mm. Uh, if people want to look at any of those, but this was the theatrical released uh, movie. Well, I have a question about this because I didn't see it at the time. Is this just not like three or four episodes stitched together? Mm, why do you say that? Because it feels like three or four episodes just stitched together. You've done it. You've done it, Mason. Terrific. You've somehow done it. <laughs> and that's not to say that there isn't the genesis of some really great ideas. Because it doesn't this. have three acts. It has like. Three little acts, a, a thing, and a then there's ends. a pause, <laughs> yeah. and then there's three more little acts. Yeah. So mm. what this was was four episodes squashed together, okay. and it certainly feels like that. So it was going to be that, mm-hmm. and then it was going to be a feature-length pilot. Then it was thought, maybe we can squeeze some bloody juice out of this, and it was released in cinemas in Jedi 2008. Juice. Jedi Juice, that's right. And because of that release, and because of that, they got in Samuel L. Jackson and Christopher Lee, who don't voice them normally, ah. to re-voice those characters just for this. See, because I was listening, I was watching this, uh, I was watching this, and I thought, boy, those sound-alikes are very good. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, but no, after this, they're like, we can't afford this. I see. I mean, it's a very expensive and beautiful looking show, but for a 2008 animated movie, this does not hold up in the oh, same way. Oh, see, realm. for me, I'm like, this This whole thing is like, it, it exists outside of time and space. I don't know, I wasn't comparing it to like Pixar or DreamWorks or anything like that, but you know what I thought? I watched this and I'm like, these character models are pleasing to me. What is it? They've the, got they've got the a, big brat style eyes. The big brat style eyes. The very the weird thunderbird mannequin. Yes, the chiselled facial hair. Yeah, they've got a certain like when they're standing around like a like a you know some sort of boardroom. Yeah, I'm like oh they have a certain presence to them, and I'm like mm. it feels like they all are existing in the same space. Mostly, there is a there's an episode. There's an episode squeezed into this Four where they're, they're, they're climbing up a sheer cliff face. Yeah. And I'm like, this looks like straight out of something out of like the Incredible Crash Dummies <laughs> or, a, or, a, or, a, or a C minus episode of Reboot or something. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for the most part, I'm like, these are good character models. Yeah. Like, they, they feel solid, these I, ones. I completely agree. And I think one of the advantages of doing it this way is you don't have to deal with like hair physics, clothes physics, mm. for the most part. They're all in. They look armors. like chess pieces. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They do. You see that like. Anakin and Obi-Wan are in, you know, in proper armor. Anakin's actually got like a Darth Vader style chest plate. A bit of foreshadowing there for anybody who knows Star Wars. Ah, because later they're going to meet up and Darth Vader's going to be like, you stole my Give me that. Give me the thing. (laughs) I'll use the force and I'll I'll get it. Well, well, I'll use the good force on you, mate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's quite the impasse. What a showdown. I agree. So this actually also didn't go through 20th Century Fox in terms of a distribution platform like all the star wars movies except for the first one uh they were done in-house at lucasfilm and then 20th century fox get a very small percentage interesting so this actually went through warner brothers what what indeed this is incredible this this web of movie studio bureaucracy it's blown my mind james yeah and the other thing is this is really the world's introduction though he had been working on a bunch of terrific stuff before uh, of Dave Filoni directing this. Of course, he's moved on through various animated series and now live action. But I feel like 
by him putting his name on this is really throwing a guy under the bus to be like, this is going to cinemas, by the way. We're putting your name at the end. When the movie ends, it's got to say, it's not going to say George Lucas, it's got to say Dave Filoni. <laughs> it's going to say, it's going to say, Dave Filoni thought this was good enough to go into theatres. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't thinking about TV at all. He wasn't thinking about watching this on a little laptop or something. He was like, put this on IMAX. That's what he said. <laughs> and what else I didn't like about it was that we've, we've talked about this show also. There was a 2003 2D animated, for the most yeah, part, cell animated, Clone yes. Wars series, which is... a style is, of sort of Samurai Jack yeah, vibes. Yeah, exactly. Amazing production quality, incredible series. I really love that. And then when I saw this, I'm like, how dare you? How see, that's inter- see, that's, see, that's very interesting you say that because these sort of cover the same ground, don't they? Yeah, like so this one does and then... Well, the other one's not canon anymore. Yes, yeah, but, but yeah. like plot-wise, in terms of like the, the Clone Wars, if yes. you will, they sort of do cover the same ground. And I think I do remember them, they both share like this action sequence where there's like an impasse and, and they've got a... I was going to say defeat an army of droids, but that's <laughs> that's all the prequels, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but I... And as much as I enjoyed the animation style of that Cell animated... Yeah. Clone Wars. It was very like, but it was yeah. it was just a lot of snippets stitched together, and it, it especially felt very, the first series. Yeah, yeah, it felt very uh, disjointed. Whereas I thought I was like, this is actually this is very cohesive. You're loving the room to breathe, yes. and you're loving the introduction of uh, Rota the Hutless. Rota oh, the Hutless. What's it, what do they call him? Little slimy. Little, Little stinky. Oh, I don't. Little I do, stinky. I do not like the nicknames. The people are giving each other. Sky guy, you didn't sky like sky guy, guy. Snips. This is also the introduction of nice Anakin Skywalker. Mm, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Good to see you, nice Anakin Skywalker. Because you know, I I feel like still there is a disconnect between this guy mm-hmm. and the sky guy we see in the movies, the mm, live action. Sure, 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 yes. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I also I find it hard to believe that anybody would give Anakin an apprentice. Or want him to have one, but then it's again, you don't understand the wisdom of Yoda. Well, I don't, and also, like the every- wisdom of Yoda, you do not understand. <laughs> but all the Jedi are also terrible. A dumbass are you? Yeah, well, that is true. But like, your options are somewhat limited, aren't mm, they? They are. Yeah, so I, I guess he's as good as Eddie. Actually, Dave Filoni wanted Ahsoka to be uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's apprentice, but it was that's George- what Obi Wan Kenobi wanted. That's what he wanted also too. Yeah. But it was George Lucas who was like, "No, I think it'd be more interesting to." to hand her over to Anakin. Now, I'm not overly familiar with Ahsoka Tano. Obviously, she's been in The Mandalorian. She's yep. been in Book of Boba Fett for yeah. a minute. You met her at that barbecue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bit of a yawn, I tell you that much. <laughs> Long story's gone forever. Oh, you jumped off a big cruiser and the cruiser crashed and <laughs> all the clone troopers died, did you? Then you threw away your lightsabers. <laughs> Boo and boring. But as I understand... Oh, you, you fought a woman and she just had a stick and it, that took you way too long, don't you think? Because she just had a stick. Anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, so, from what I understand it, the Star Wars community at large did not like us so no. from this introduction. But, of course, now that she's, they've been forced to watch her in a number of things, now they love Ahsoka Tana. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, surely the joke in this is Anakin Skywalker now has to deal with a Padawan who was as annoying as he was. Yes. Right? Isn't that the bit? I, yeah, that is the bit. But, uh, look, I can't disagree when she arrived... And I barely remember seeing this. I don't even remember how I saw it. I may have watched it a lot, like a pirated version on some Whoa, shady website. I me. honestly don't remember. I definitely didn't see this in Probably cinemas. watched it in Minecraft, Wink. Wink, yes, I did. I watched it in a Minecraft. But yeah, I, I think this show definitely benefited from being Star Wars and being produced in-house at Lucasfilm. Because if this was any other property, this would have been cancelled immediately. There is no <laughs> way that this would have got the run and also the chance to have so many really incredible storylines and the animation just goes from strength to strength in every season. Like if this was anything else, Mm. this would have disappeared forever. 
It sounds like if we both saw this at the time, mm. I would have continued watching it and you would have quit after this and uh, uh, you would have been all the poorer for it. Yes, you may, maybe you are right, Mason. Mm. And, you know, again, there are some good moments. You see Obi-Wan, he makes a little negotiation table with the Force. <laughs> he sure does. Because, you know, in Revenge of the Sith, they call him the negotiator and this. They're mm. like, we'll, we'll have him do that. They, they said that thing and, and everything has a backstory, <laughs> including that nickname that was just said in passing. Mm. Anyway, one of the storylines is um, they got to get into an energy shield. And I feel like that's a that's a very fun, like, solid snake style espionage. Hide in a box. <laughs> box move. And if you need more time, smoke some delicious cigarettes. <laughs> that's right. But then, of course, that story ends. And again, we get to the Count Dooku kidnaps the, the hut or somebody does and whatever. Mm. And they have to go rescue it because Jabba the Hutt's like, you know, that thing that Classic he says. Classic Jabba the Hutt, yes. <laughs> and so on. But what did you think of, like, for example, uh, Truman Capote the Hutt? You're a fan, you're a fan yes. of that guy? <laughs> I'm, I'm loving all the... I'm loving all the, the the weird side characters and funny accented warlords in this. I like the fact that one of the, um, what are they called? Not the Coalition? What are they called? The Trade Federation. The Trade Federation. I like the, the general at the start of this was just sort of Irish. I like that. <laughs> Better than some of the accents these characters do, isn't it? That is certainly true. When he went, fiddle-dee-dee. He went fiddle-dee-dee. Give me a Guinness, he said. He sure did. Not even a space Guinness, a regular Guinness, <laughs> please. Fiddle-dee-dee. Yeah, I, I also think what this show is, uh, creates an interesting wrinkle for episode three is that Anakin meets Count Dooku like multiple times. And in Revenge of the Sith, he's like, this last time we bloody hung out, my powers have doubled. So every time he sees him, he gets a little bit better. And then the very last time that he meets him, his powers have then doubled by the time he eventually beheads him. Mm -hmm. Every time he meets Count Dooku, he's just constantly leveling up. Just getting ready to behead this old man. Do you think there's some sort of graph? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's? Do you think he has a day planner and he's written it all out and he shows Duke every time and he's like beheading day. There yeah, it is. It's coming. It's coming, mate. I got more force points. I've earned them by my mm. force force skill tree. Maybe I should ask you. Should I put them in agility? Or should I put them in uh, in strength constitution? Where would I put? Where should I put them? I'm putting them all into decapitation. <laughs> I'm gonna save them all up for you, mate. I like how uh, you know they, they they trick they trick Dooku. By he's fighting with the with rocks in his backpack. Very slick manoeuvre, by the way. That must be very difficult, Mason, fighting with a big rock. But I, I loved how Dooku was, like, really kind of upset and betrayed when he saw that little <laughs> monster hut wasn't there. He was yeah, like, right. oh, you tricked... Oh, come on! That's... That's poor form. You're the bad guy! Yeah. You're the bad... What are you talking... This... You orchestrated a kidnapping! Why is this the line where you're like, oh, come on, that's a bit rough. I thought we were having fun. I thought this was fair. There's probably a Jedi bylaw against it. It's technically <laughs> against the rules. It probably is. No I rocks guess. substituting for babies. It doesn't matter how stinky they are. Yeah. What do you think about the, uh, the, the the symmetry, the poetry, if you will, that Anakin is standing before Jabba the Hutt and mere movies later, mm. Luke is like, I'm going to kill everyone in this room. I think, I think symmetry and poetry are for cowards. Mm, interesting. What about subtext? Cowards. Okay, good, good, good. Excellent stuff. Uh, do you want to do some green trivia? It's for cowards, but yes. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm we are famously cowards. It's so true. Yes. I'm going to have to push forward because would that be more cowardly if I didn't do it? I don't know. Anyways, uh, this is a wonderful piece of trivia. Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Ian McDermott, Frank Oz, and Tamuera Morrison were the only actors and actress from the Star Wars movies not to return and provide their voices. The only, That's quite a lot. Though. Yeah, just everybody in those movies <laughs> pretty much except for Anthony Daniels. Yeah, mm. great. So I don't know if you've noticed in this, Mason, but uh, Anakin Skywalker has a scar. Yes. He's got his scar here. Mm. And the previous time we saw him, he didn't have a scar. 
Now in Legends... The question then, like, James, I don't know if you, you've, you've stumbled on something here. Mm-hmm. The question is, how did he get his scar? Yes. Should we do some research on I that? I mean, I have done. I mean, you can do it, but I could just tell you. What would you prefer? Your way would be quicker, wouldn't okay, it? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's that- weird that you've also just stumbled on the answer as well. <laughs> I know, right? I've just... Posited this to you, and you've just already got the answer. I'm ready to go. Oh, so uh, it's it's apparently from Massage Ventress in Legends, at least. We've seen that in a comic. We saw that in the Clone Wars 2003 series. I also think that this initially they were a bit careful not to step on that original series. I see. And then as they got a bit of steam, they just went, "No, nah, we're just gonna fucking barrel over that. Don't even worry about <laughs> That's it. Right. That's Legends, and this is real. We're gonna we're gonna print off a copy of the credits from that original series, and every <laughs> week we're gonna rip one of the names out, <laughs> chuck it in a fire. Exactly. Uh, this is fun. So the original title of Star Wars from 1977 was actually Blue Harvest. That's incredible. That needed a working title because it was such a big hit mm. when they were filming it. They actually needed something to disguise the production of it as to keep costs down, to keep fans storming the set. Like a stormtrooper. That's very, yeah, exactly. Because mm. they were like... They all we, knew what they, that was. They were going to like, they're like, we're going to storm this like it's a, a stormtrooper. It's a big hit. So yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of people yeah. don't know that. Uh, so here's, here's something, some other lore. Okay. Maybe I'll let you answer this one. Uh, what happened to to Rotter the Hut after this movie in canon? Oh, where do you think this little horrible creature ended up? Used car salesman. <laughs> that's 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 a pretty great guess. No, but the answer is who knows? Oh, wow! Just nowhere. Wow, perhaps on a new series coming to Disney Plus. Maybe, but I feel like a stinky rotter. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be, and that would be that would be his catchphrase. Oh, I'm a stinky, stinky rotter. Oh, I'm, I'm a, look at me, look how stinky I am. Tom Holland does the voice. Yes, he does. Yeah. Hello, it's me. I'm. I'm That's exactly I'm a that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creature. Yeah. Yeah. And Zendaya can play his beautiful human wife. Oh, fantastic, be, yeah. yeah. You don't want her to be yuck. No, 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 no. no. Tom Holland could be yuck. I, he can be a yuck little boy. <laughs> I feel like they probably considered it for the book of Boba Fett. Remember when Jabba the Hutt's cousins turned up, just yep. like intertwined? But I feel like they're going to save this for maybe the next generation of Star Wars films or whatever down the mm. line because they're like those horrible little Yoda creatures. They take forever to mature, apparently. I see. Uh, also, this is fun. If you watch... <laughs> let me Just let me be the judge of whether these are fun or not. Mason, is this fun? Uh, yeah. If... if <laughs> If you watch the Clone Wars... James, if you're saying it is fun, I'll tell you that much. Say that for free. If you watch the Clone Wars chronologically, this actually comes after episodes 216 and also episode 116. This isn't the first thing to happen I see. in a Clone Wars, if you will. So there you go. Let's talk box office, though. Okay. Uh, I'll give you specific numbers. James, you did, James just gave me the thumbs down and a, and a, and a big farty noise. That's true. What does it mean, though? Let's find out. Let's listen on. Is this fun? Uh, this is the first Star Wars movie not to open at number one at the box office. At the box office. <laughs> it cost $8.5 million, which is very cheap for an animated mm. feature. I also feel like, is that even true? And it made $68.3 million. It's a good so, return. Yeah, it's a good return if those numbers mm. are accurate. I don't know. Look, I think I would have been way more receptive to this if it just came out on television. Because I, th- sure. I think, yeah, like you said, going back... And watching this, you can definitely see like the genesis of some really solid storytelling and characters. Mm. But this is not a movie for cinemas or for kids because a lot of people get shot in the head. It's very true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For example, even I mean, look at the time that this video is going for. Right. It's such a like a bland and empty cinematic endeavor. That wow. what, what do you do? You get to forty minutes like we did for the other videos. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. But not everything is not everything is as in depth. Do you think maybe we could stretch out this video for 40 minutes using maybe footage of 
live action Obi-Wan Kenobi with his macro binoculars, looking at animated Obi-Wan Kenobi with his macro binoculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Binoculars. Or perving on girls at the beach, you know? <laughs> yeah, as he probably does. Great. Anyways, like we mentioned, we've done all the prequels. We've done a bunch of Clone Wars episodes. We've even done Rebels, the Star Wars Rebels. Some of that, haven't we, the Mason? Star Wars Rebels. The we Star sure Wars did. Rebels. But if you have any suggestions for what you want for Caravan of Garbage, please let us know. And look, maybe you're like, what's coming next week? Great question. Here's a hint. Anyways, if you do want to see that early, you can head over to bigsandwich.co. Is that fun, Mason? It's very fun. That's right, because it's like our private Patreon. There's movie commentaries. There's bonus podcasts. As mentioned, there's early videos, a bunch of exclusive stuff. There's a huge back catalogue of stuff if you are interested. Huge and it's fun. huge. What do you think of this movie? Is it good? The answer's no. No, it is. No, it's I thought not it a good movie. How, how, why are you so forgiving of this? It's free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm paying 20 bucks for this. I'm, not, I'm hating it. But uh, <laughs> it's just you, on Disney+. Plus. You just, you just click over. James, did you hire out a cinema and watch it in a cinema for this? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe mm. I invited all my former friends to come and watch this. No. I said, it's a big Star Wars release, I said. Come and see it. Oh, come and see it, I said. You've done the wrong thing there. I have, haven't I? Mm. Yeah. Anyways, thanks, everybody. We'll see you at the next video. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.